you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Wednesday, November 29th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. That is the voice of today's special guest. He was yesterday's special guest, too. Thank you so much for going back-to-back with us. He's the number one overall pick, a Super Bowl champion, a man who knows, like the 2023 Miami Dolphins, what it's like to be on the right side of a 50-point win. Well, 49-point win, anyway. His final college game, a 70-21 to win over Utah State, a game in which he had only six incompletions, and he also had six touchdowns. His penance for that sinful victory came in the form of taking more sacks in a single season than anyone in NFL (laughs) history, and yet the smile remained fixed, and the hair did too. Apologies to Lamar and Ovi too. This man is the great eight for me. He's David Carr. Welcome back to the pod, DC. Man, triple. My best friend played for Utah State that day. He wasn't your best friend after that. No, it was bad because I talked so much trash to him during the course of that entire game. It came off the wrong way, and we almost started a brawl because... The entire Utah State sideline thought I was yelling at them, when in fact I was yelling at one person. <laughs> <laughs> Optics, David. Optics. Yeah, it didn't look good. Uh, it, was bad. it looked like you were gloating. It was a bad look. And they still picked fun. you number one overall. <laughs> I'm your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's show, only one game to discuss. We're going to get very granular with what promises to be an epic encounter. One game to rule them all, the best matchup of Week 13, an NFC Championship rematch, a possible NFC Championship preview, the two teams currently seated, number one and number two in the NFC playoff picture, Niners-Eagles. Niners, the road favorite by three. Listen to that again, Eagles fans. Niners, the road favorite by three. Get pissed now. Avoid the late rush. Get angry now, <laughs> Eagles fans. The total for this game is 46 and a half. Now, the Eagles are 10 and 1, the only 10-win team in the NFL. They're leading, of course, the NFC East. The Niners are 8 and 3, leading the NFC West. We all remember what Jason Kelsey, I think it was, talking about his underdogs. Yep. Hungry dogs run faster. <laughs> David, why are the odds makers, in spite of what Jason Kelsey would say, in spite of what Jalen Hurts would say, and in spite of what every single Eagles fan we've ever met would say, why are the odds makers right? 
Yeah, they got it right. I mean, I think that when you look at this game and this matchup, and that's what the league's all about is matchups. And for me, I don't see a scenario where the where the Eagles take care of business. I know that they're, you really don't. I don't. I really don't. Like I, I think that you don't. David Carr is saying that he doesn't see how the ten and one yeah. top seed in the NFC Philadelphia Eagles win this game. Yeah, and and the reason I say that is not just to, to attract attention because I think that when you look at Philly and even Jalen, like when he scored that touchdown at the end of the game the other day, he kind of didn't even celebrate. No. And I know that we've looked at that as a, as a, as a good sign. As and a it sign is. of confidence, it is as a, a sign of dance like you've been there before. I think it is that, right? I think it is that. But, but I think also it's he understands that they are not playing good football, yeah. which is crazy for a one-loss team. I mean, that's just crazy, right? But he knows that just like Dak does when he does his post-game press conferences, that he's just trying to stack wins. We have to be better. We haven't done anything yet. Like, that's, that's how Jalen should feel because when you really look at it, and he will this week, San Francisco is in every way a better football team. And I think that that is, it could be terrifying, right? You have them coming into your house. I get that. They are in every way in a every better way. football team. I'm going to hold your feet to the fire on yeah. that statement. Let's go ahead and do it right now. I was going to sure. do it later. Let's do it right yeah, let's now. Do it. Let's do a quick tale of the tape. All right, ring the bell, Coop. I love it. I um, love okay, let's start with quarterback yeah, play. No, you is- are telling me. You are telling me in every way, listener, you heard him say it. We're going to hold him to it. In every way, the Niners are a better football team. You are telling me that if you are choosing between Brock Purdy, as much as we love that 13-year-old, that Brock Purdy, you choose the prepubescent Brock Purdy over the MVP candidate, the MVP frontrunner last year, and a top five MVP candidate yeah. this year, Jalen Hurts. You're picking Brock over Jalen. I think that if we were— Say this with a straight face. <laughs> I understand I understand the picture that you're painting, Drew. I get it. <laughs> I'm right. leading the witness <laughs> really would badly. I, would I say if Brock Purdy and Jalen Hurts were in camp with Philly that you would take Brock Purdy and start him over— No, I'm not saying that. You're not. What you I am specific saying, to this encounter. Specific to this encounter with this group of men that Brock has and going into Philly— I just think that he's perfect. Like, we talked about him being a system quarterback. He is perfect for this system. Yes. And he just literally is. We've talked about him being a robot. Yeah. Right? I listen to Kyle And we've Brandt. also talked about him being an MVP candidate. Right. So, you and I got egg on our face because they then lost three straight sure. games after we had that conversation. But guess who's back? But the point remains, yeah. he had back-to-back top passer rating in the NFL. He, he even had a perfect re- perfect passer rating a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. This is a player who you think will be the better quarterback on the day based on team, based on scheme, yeah. based on who's around him. He's the guy for you. Yeah, he is. Because I, I, see, I see no weakness in his game other than if it's raining, right? Like, let's check the forecast real quick. I guess we could do that, right? But I, I think that if, if it's a dry day and the elements are okay – then Brock is going to utilize Debo, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, who leads the league in yards per reception. Trey Williams is back. They're going to run it to the left. Hey, guess what, Philly? It's going to go to the left, and we don't care if you know it, because if you overplay it, we'll cut it back, and Christian will have great patience and find his way into the end zone. So for me, I, I don't see a scenario where they, where they mess it up. Well, let me uh, – Is it going to rain? Let right? me present a scenario for you <laughs> in which uh, it, could, it could get messed up. I'm looking at oh, the man. weather forecast only because you suggested no, I do so. It's facts. Here we go. It's Here's the 10-day national weather forecast for the Philadelphia area. Okay. Sunday. Sunday the 3rd. 
Okay. The high of 52, okay. a low of 41. Showers expected. Oh, 55% chance <laughs> oh. of precipitation. Brock. So there may be some water on the field, David, <laughs> and there may be a little bit of water on the ball. Now, that, uh, yeah. now that so let, but let's not force you to sort of rethink everything. No, that you I have still, put on our radar yeah. is something to keep an Just eye on. Just pay attention. If there is inclement weather, yeah. then that may come into play, and that yeah. may dash your dreams for Brock. But as it stands right now, all things being even, Brock Purdy gets the edge for you. The Niners get the edge at the quarterback yeah. position when you factor everything in. Yeah, I, yeah they do. All right, let's go to the other side of the ball. Yep. Defense. These are both very good defenses. Yes. Uh, San Francisco 49ers, I believe, are the number one scoring defense in the NFL. Mm. They've only given up 170 points so far. That's best in the NFL so far by 10 through 11 games. Do you give the edge to San Francisco based on that alone? Yeah, I do. Because, I mean, it's, Philly has... They, if, they, if there's been anything that they've really struggled with, it's been on the back end. Now, they added... Kevin Byard, which is, has helped a lot, and he made he made some great plays over the last yeah, couple so weeks. Yeah, so Eagles add Byard on the back end, but Niners add Chase Young on the which front is, side. Exactly, which is my my main point. I, I watched them add Christian McCaffrey last year, and, and I've seen the results of what that was, and I think that the move with Chase Young could be equally impactful. It might not show in the 20-sack record book, but I think that his presence there opposite Bosa, they are both now in a situation where you just can't double-team both those guys. And they don't just have two of those guys. They have five, six, or seven guys. Yeah, they that and they, they have the best linebacking there. core in the NFL. Exactly right. And what do you need playing against Jalen is a good linebacking core. And we've seen them. We've seen Jalen kind of get after Fred a little bit. And, and some of those linebackers. But Fred Warner, uh, David Carr is a name dropper. And he's I know. Fred Warner on a first name basis. But they, for the rest they've of had us, a good scheme. Mr. Warner. <laughs> had a good scheme. But I, I think that San Francisco learned from some of those moments, and they've they are going to play them much tighter, and it's going to be it's going to be a lot more difficult for Jalen to find space in that pocket. I watched Gino just the other day, just have nothing. He had he had no time, and then on the back end, yeah, I watched made that the coverage Seahawks tighten team up. Very average, and then you watch the coverage tighten up, right? And and I know from being in the pocket, like when you have a good pass rush, the corners, even if they are just guys which I don't think the San Francisco 49ers have just guys out there. They have some solid players that the coverage just gets tighter. They play more aggressive. They can jump things. So, you know, for me, I just think it's going to be really hard for Jalen to get anything going because they don't give up a lot of yards on the ground. They get the lead. They pin their ears back, and they come after you. And other than A.J. and the sporadic splash play by Devontae Smith, I don't see Philly minus a real presence with the tight end to be able to do something because – Every matchup across the board, it's San Francisco for me. Tale of the tape, quarterbacks, San Francisco gets the edge, according to David Carr. Defense, San Francisco gets the edge, according to David Carr. Running backs, you name-check Christian McCaffrey, and can I just go ahead and give the the Niners the edge there? Yeah, I mean, he's... What about wide receivers? I think this one becomes interesting, because you've got A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith on the one side. On the other side, you've got Debo Samuel, a very versatile player. You've got Brandon Ayuk, I think a vastly underrated player. Yes, I think when you're talking about red and gold, you have to throw in George Kittle. Does that put them over the top? You nailed it. Uh, When you add George Kittle to this mix of guys, yes, it looks different than what Philly is able to roll out there with basically two two really good receivers. I mean, A.J. Brown is probably one of the tops in the league. But 
I think that just the versatility of the 49ers crew, you can even add in Christian's ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah, you're absolutely right. He's probably a him. solid wide receiver too. Right. When he was renegotiating his contract, that was a that was a huge piece of the contract negotiation was I'm putting up numbers that are as good as most wide receivers. He would start in the slot in on this. 30 teams. Wow. So. Okay, what about coaching? Coaching sometimes, yeah. maybe if weather hits, uh, if it ends up being a gritty kind of like slog of a game, yeah. uh, it may come down to who pulls the right strings at the right time. Do you give the edge to Nick Sirianni or do you give the edge to the next level play caller, Kyle Shanahan? Well, I think everyone that listens and has heard me talk about Kyle Shanahan knows, knows where you're going it. with this. Yeah, but I think I think I don't think that that makes Nick a guy that is in this fight and can't you know compete. I mean, he absolutely has done a masterful job designing an offensive system around Jalen that is just it's perfect for him it's perfect I mean I wouldn't ask for anything else you know um, when I watch what they do with him but I just I, I look at the components that Kyle has to play with and they can be a lot more versatile like we talked about the wide receiving core it's the same way with their offensive system I think that if it does get into one of those uh, sloppy games even though Brock has struggled in those games I think that you know there's been some some learning that Kyle has probably done that, okay, he sees the forecast too. He has the ability to Google that stuff and look on his smartphone. <laughs> I think that he's understanding that, okay, I got to put together, you know, some things that if it does get a little bit wet and I have to laminate this play sheet with an extra layer of, you know, plastic that we can find a way to move the football. <laughs> so I, I think that the edge goes to Kyle in that scenario. Debo Samuel famously called uh, James Bradbury trash. Uh, <laughs> when asked about it, Sorry he did not me. back down. He ostensibly Good. doubled down on his comments. Wise play heading I mean, into enemy territory. Story, uh, calling yeah. their cornerback that you're going to have to face off trash. <laughs> it's probably, if, I mean, what, if I did you, it. Where if, do you if, fall? Where do you net out yeah, on trash talk? I, I can't imagine you did a lot of it after the Utah State debacle. Well, <laughs> what we're doing right now is what happens in locker rooms when we hear those things. Right. So it's like they just kind of talk it out and dismiss it, off, it. Right. And it's something for us to talk about and for people outside to say, oh, that's the reason that they lost. It, it, it never in any scenario was the trash talk the reason. OK, so trash talk does not factor no. in. What about disrespect? Where does an uh, NFL that's, player that's net out on disrespect? Because, you know, as well as I do, that Sirianni is going to do what. Oh, what so many coaches would do. Tomlin does it. Uh, Belichick yeah, does it all the up. time. Will say to his guys, you've been disrespected. Oh, yeah. You're playing that, at home. That's real. You're the only 10-win team in the NFL. Is, you're the you're best team in the NFC. Right and now. you're a three-point <laughs> underdog. Go prove to these yokels oh, yeah. that they don't know what the hell they're talking about. How much – it's easy for us to write these silly scripts, but – does it really factor in when you feel disrespected, when you feel um, when you're pissed? Does yeah. that actually make you play any better? I think that there is something to that. There I, is. I think that there is because. So that fire in your belly translates somehow. Yeah, I think so. Because it's. How? Well, so I think that so there's 53 guys out there. There's a coaching staff. And there's a thing that Tom Coughlin was, was great at. And the great coaches are Tomlin. These guys that you mentioned. They have the ability to have the pulse of their football team, and they know what can motivate a group of guys. It doesn't take much. If you're motivated 1% more, right, to maybe study film a little bit more, to maybe kind of get into the details of what that guy, how he feels about me, why does he say that about me? A lot of times, like, that stuff will make you look at yourself more than you will at the opponent. What is he really saying? Why are we being disrespected here? Because if you're the favorite at home, you kind of just, yeah, we're supposed to win. We're Philly, right? Whereas when you're not, and they're kind of looking at you that way, now you tend to look at yourself a little bit more. And it's not really about the opponent, but it's kind of maybe what they've brought to light. 
And so if you can do that throughout the collective group of your entire team, and they all raise their level of play 1%, which in a game like this could be exactly what you need. 1% may be precisely what exactly. you need. Exactly. So I, th I think that there really is something to that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the last time you face a team. The last time these teams faced, yep. it was what, 31-7 in yeah. that playoff game? And yeah. obviously that game script went terribly awry for the San Francisco 49ers when Brock Purdy went down in the first series yeah. and then their backup goes down and they're left without a viable quarterback. So obviously that game in many ways wasn't really a real contest, wasn't a real indication of where those two teams stood yeah. on that day. And yet Eagles players and fans are the first to roll their eyes and say, we had you guys beat to rights early in that game. It had nothing to do with the quarterbacks. San Francisco 49ers players and fans insist, had Brock Purdy stayed in the game, we would have proven that we were the better team. We would have won that game. So they go into this game with a real chip on their shoulder mm -hmm. about that. Does that add up to anything? Wanting to prove that what happened last time was an anomaly. Yeah, I really think that both teams realized that that was a non-contest. I think so. I think so they, they could, they'll dismiss this. The this is teams. more chatter for us yeah. than it is for them. Yeah, and I, don't, I think that it's not going to motivate Philly or San Francisco one way or the other. It might motivate San Francisco more because of the final score and what they kind of felt like they went through. I mean, it was really crazy to watch that game play out and watch Kyle Shanahan just like throw Brock Purdy out there knowing he couldn't throw. Like just go out there and just try to run the team. Right. And then throw Christian McCaffrey in the game, play quarterback. I mean, they were going through it. Yeah. Right. So everyone, I think everybody knows if they're honest, Philly included, like that wasn't really an indication of what this game is going to be. It's, it's fun to talk about. It's, it's going to make for a great story and a great game. You know, that's set up. It's a year long until we come back to this moment. We get to find out who really is the best team. I think yeah. this is going to be fun. But yeah, that, that scenario is, I've, I mean, I've also been on those sidelines too, where guys are getting hurt and you just know, like, we just don't have the ability. You know, remember, I remember, Vividly, the Bosa's face on the sideline yeah. is just like, what are we going to do? I know, Fred Warner's too. You could Fred, see this look thing. of dejection yeah. as yeah. if it doesn't matter what we do right now, yeah, guys. It matter. This game yeah. is yeah. going one direction and one direction only. Okay, let's talk about this one then. Forget the past, forget the trash talk, and forget the chip on your shoulder, forget being pissed, forget mm -hmm. the doubters, forget the odds. David Carr, I'm not looking for a score. Okay. I want you to read the tea leaves. Crystal ball, yeah. how does this game go down? You suggested that this may be one of those 1% games, that it yeah. comes down to who is that 1% yeah, be. better prepared, 1% uh, more intense, 1% more committed. If that's the case, is this a final possession game? This has all the makings of a classic. Like, because when you look at it from all the angles that we've looked at it, Philly is going to prove that what happened last year was what was supposed to happen. And San Francisco is going to show you and i believe and rightfully so what product they wanted to put on the field and and show in philly last year so it's gonna it's gonna be an absolute haymaker man it's gonna be so fun because you're gonna get philly's best version if you haven't got it yet and jalen hasn't he's been waiting for that perfect game it's coming right it's coming this weekend and san francisco has been looking at this game for the last year and they they've seen what happens when all their guys aren't fully loaded in that game and two or three weeks ago when Debo was out and, and Trent was out like, and now they're, they're ready to go as well, man, buckle up, dude. I mean, you might get hurt sitting on the couch at home watching this one. It's this conversation fun. has validated my decision to only talk about this game on today's <laughs> show, because I think it is going to be it's a classic. Be and David, thank you so much for, for drilling down a little bit on this. Um, I want to quote David back to himself. He may regret some of this. He said this morning, San Francisco all day. So in your estimation, yeah. they win this game. Your, rain's, your rain forecast made me a little nervous. Yeah. 
But, but again, I will say this. I, I don't see a scenario where San Francisco loses this game. David also said that this is their day. They're the San Francisco 49ers' day to prove that they are the best team in the NFL. Right. Not NFC, but in the NFL. Yep. And you also said that you are as excited about this game as you have been about any game that doesn't involve little bro Derek <laughs> in a long, long time. That's accurate. I can't wait to watch this game. It's going to be so good. I mean, because I, I, I really think you're going to get Philly's best shot. I, I do. And, and Jalen hasn't seen it yet. And they're going to see it. The Philly fans are going to see it. It's going to be at home. And But I, I'm a huge San Francisco fan with the current version. This is, this is Kyle Shanahan's best chance this year of winning Super Bowl with the 49ers. His current setup, his makeup, his group, they have their best shot ever, and I think they're going to show that they're the best team in the league Sunday. Translation, no plans on watching the Niners and Eagles game on Sunday? <laughs> Good Crazy. Lord, why? You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with David Carr. And David, before I let you go, I do want to ask you about one other team very quickly. We don't have Mm -hmm. time to get the full answer, but a lot of chatter this week about the Buffalo Bills. Mm -hmm. We talked about the Eagles. We talked about the Niners before the break. The Buffalo Bills showed me something in that loss to the Philadelphia Eagles, and I'm almost disappointed, a little bit depressed as a neutral, to see where the Bills currently are in the AFC playoff picture. They are well outside the playoff picture. They are currently 10th in the AFC. And yet, there are questions all around the sports landscape today and this week about, are the Bills done? Are the Bills done? Are the Bills done? Can you make a reasonable argument on the opposite side of that? Yeah. And give me a case for why the Bills are not done. Because that's the case I want to hear. So every time the Bills lose, I see all I see on social media or anywhere, I turn on any network, is Josh Allen's interception. The one interception, right? The bad throw, like, fine. But he played brilliant. He was amazing. He's so good. He's so good. I mean, good. It's, it's just crazy to me. And so you look at that, and he's, what, 10th in the playoff picture in the AFC? Yeah. Let's just let this thing play out. Like, I... You guys were talking about the schedule and who they have, and that's that's I respect that. Yeah, you know what? Sorry to interrupt, David, but let yeah. me let me put a finer point on that. The Bills have Kansas City away, mm-hmm. then the Cowboys at home, oh, yeah. the Chargers away, the Patriots at home, the Dolphins away. I think they assume they're going to beat the Patriots at home, but those other four games, yes, including the Chargers at SoFi, you can't pencil in a W there. Not against no. the Chiefs, not against the Cowboys, not against a desperate Chargers team, and certainly not against an AFC East leading Dolphins team. Yeah. So it's tough. It's a tough it road, and yet... The Bills team that we saw lose to the Eagles, that's a playoff team. That team can win any game. That team can win any game on their schedule. I don't care who you put up there. I mean, you could I would I mean you could say throw throw Philly, Kansas City, whoever you want on that remaining five schedule. If 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 they go to this bye week and they feel like they gained something from the last two weeks of new play caller involving the backs in the passing game, Josh playing the way that he did in the conditions that they were in, I mean defensively, they're going to figure it out. They're not going to play Philly every week. Right? They have some tough opponents on their schedule. But if Josh plays the way that he did, I'm not going to count him out. There's no way. I mean, who are, who are the other – we are going to put the Colts? The well, Browns here's what annoys me, David, because you're That's absolutely crazy. right. If you look at – listener, if you look at the three teams that currently occupy the wild card spots yeah. in the AFC playoff I mean, picture. On. So that's the five seed, the six seed, and the seven seed are currently the Steelers at seven and four, okay. the Browns at seven and four. Two teams which, I'm sorry, but I'm going to say it, are the two least convincing 7-4 and four teams yeah. in NFL history. And you've got the Colts there in the seventh seed. If I were to ask you, do the Bills beat the Steelers this week? Yes. Do the Bills beat the Browns this week? Yes. How badly do the Bills and beat the yes. Colts this week, right? I right. mean, this is exactly. they are clearly a better team than the other three. But, of course, as I was reminded very loudly by all of my colleagues – who are sick and tired of hearing me proselytize about stuff like this, they're like, yeah, Levy, that's all well and good. But the fact is they have a brutal run-in. They may be undone by their failure to win games when they had to earlier in the season. So whether they deserve to be in the playoffs or not doesn't make them a playoff team. I'm just holding out hope that they will be. Why? I have no horse in the race. I just want to see number 17 on the field in a game that matters because I feel like he deserves a chance. I just feel like over the course of my experience in the NFL playing, watching, I, I can count on one hand the amount of teams that really deserve to be in the playoffs and didn't make it. 
Like usually there's, there's a case to be made for teams that are in there that probably shouldn't be. It's rare that we're going to see a team over the course of the next month that if the Bills continue to play like they did against Philly, they're in, right? You're going to have to deal with them. Some division leader at home, here comes Josh Allen. What are you going to do? And if he's playing that way, I mean, good luck. That's going to be, that's going to be a crazy fight. Like we talk about the Bills over the last couple of years as Super Bowl contenders, Josh Allen's the MVP candidate. Like I get that we've they've kind of fallen from grace a little bit, but in no world are they out of it with more than a month to play and hanging right around there with some of the teams that you mentioned in the playoff race. It's going to be fun, man. Steelers, Browns, and Colts are the three teams in. The first three teams just outside the playoff picture in the AFC. Texans, Broncos, and Bills, for my money, I'd like to see all three of those teams, Houston, Denver, and Buffalo, in the wild card spots. And I'm sorry, Pittsburgh, and I'm sorry, Cleveland, and I'm sorry, Indianapolis, but better luck next year. I'd like to see the three of you out and the Texans, the Broncos, and the Bills (laughs) in. be fantastic. Because they seem to be playing better football. I want to see the best. Teams teams drew, in like, the tournament. Exactly. That's what I want. I think that that's why, I think that's, to your point, like, let's just play this thing out. Let's just see what happens by the end of this thing. And I, I bet that more often than not, that scenario plays itself out. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. 
Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. I want to thank today's very special guest, David Carr. Thanks for the extra time, DC. Course, Appreciate man. you, bud. Good time, buddy. And I want to invite the listener to join us tomorrow, next time. Tomorrow, later on today, hell, I don't know. Just next time, Michael Robinson, the real Mike Robb, will be in the chair. You know I'm going to ask him about his bills. But we're going to take a closer look at the NFC playoff picture. The last time we spoke to Michael, he said that he doesn't believe that the seven teams who were in the playoff picture then will change. I wonder if his answer changes after what he saw in week 12. That's going to be the discussion next time. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count.